Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast Playoff Edition. The Eagles are in, Zach Berman. They beat the Redskins 24-0, but I guess more importantly, the Bears beat the Vikings, and I don't think many of us saw that coming, but I guess in retrospect, we probably should have seen it coming. Uh, this team, to its... Uh, I mean, impressively, won five of its last six, its last three, mm-hmm. with Nick Foles, a quarterback, and... Certainly there were cracks in the foundation at certain points during this year. I think many people counted them out after the Viking, after the Saints loss and then after the, the Cowboys loss. I think there were players in the locker room that probably counted themselves out. But you got to give Doug Peterson credit. You know, even if they lose in the first round of the playoffs, I think the season's kind of going to be looked upon as just a, a you know, one that was not – as bad as it maybe it seemed at certain points in the year. No, I give them a lot of credit. Uh, Doug Peterson, like you said, the players on this team. I admit, when they were 4-6 and six in New Orleans, I thought, you know what? If they can roll in the division, they have a shot. When they're in Dallas, lose that game in overtime, 6-7, and seven, essentially lose their shot at winning the, t- at, at winning the NFC East, I said it's, it's not happening this year. And then for them to go in the run they have here, Three straight, Nick Foles at quarterback, beating two playoff teams, you know, the, the Rams and the Texans. Uh, and they're peaking at the right time. And, and that really seemed to be kind of my takeaway from talking to them in the locker room is, like, they feel like, okay, now that they're in, the regular season doesn't matter anymore. It's a new season. It's a fresh start. And I, I feel like they believe they can play with anybody. We've seen teams, number six seeds, get to the – Super Bowl and win it. Three road wins. You covered uh, the Eagles Giants. when they. Well, I, I, I was going to say the Packers weren't they a six seed that year? Yep. When they, they did came it. in, yeah. And the Giants, we know, did it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a tall task. And Absolutely. And you can only look at Chicago right now. Like the look ahead at New Orleans. That's you know, Chicago's got this great defense. They're at home where they're so tough, uh, but. The Eagles are the defending champs, and they're battle-tested. Right, and I think that was you know that was kind of my my column off the game was I kind of wanted to gauge the temperature of the locker room, and you know it wasn't like a huge celebration. There was some of that, and there was some music, and there were guys kind of uh, happy, obviously, that they they made the playoffs. But again, there's there's a short turnaround. They don't have a bye week; they have to play next week. But I just think there's like a business like it was a business like atmosphere. These guys know that once now that they're here, there isn't going to be a team in, in the NFC that wants to face them. Yeah. And although, certainly the bears had the opportunity maybe to not face them, but I still feel like that's a winnable game. I agree with you. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they go into Chicago and win that game. I, I think even if Nick Foles and, and we should say Nick Foles left the game early tonight. Um, but talking to him afterwards, uh, he is sore, but it sounds like, he, he, he wants to play and, and kind of reading between the, the tea leaves, the fact that they put him on the podium to speak after the game makes me think that there's a shot, you know, there's a good shot he's going to play. But as I was saying, even with, you know, with Nick Foles at quarterback, I think the Eagles have the better quarterback in this game. I'd rather Foles than Trubisky. Um, I, I think the Eagles match up in certain areas. The big question is going to be that that that, that Bears defense. And, and we'll dissect that further this, this week. But – it is a game I think the Eagles can win. Yeah, before we look big picture or even look at peek ahead to the to Bears game, let's talk about the game, actually. Yeah, game. please. 
Uh, I mean, they, they dominated this team. This team was cooked. Uh, I didn't think they were as cooked as they were. But Josh Johnson couldn't get anything done. You have to give credit to Jim Schwartz and that scheme and the defense. I mean, they're, they're getting it done these last three weeks with Gravon LeBlanc at nickel corner, Corey Graham at free safety, and pretty much rookies. I, I'm not going to say Russell Douglas is a rookie, but young guys at cornerback and, corner and Avante Maddox and Russell Douglas. I mean, that is impressive. Yeah, this is the formula for the Eagles. Now, the formula isn't to shut the opponent out, keep them, I think, 89 yards, not allow a first down. Oh, I'm sorry, not allow a third down conversion. Um, that is, uh, those numbers are incredible. I, I mean, that's as, as as well as I've seen this defense ever play. Uh, you need to consider the opponent, though. But when I say the formula, the offense possessed the ball for over 40 minutes. So the defense wasn't on the field too long. And... That helped the defensive end, or the defensive line, rather, really dominate the line of scrimmage, and that's what happened. Fletcher Cox had, had, had three sacks. Those guys you've seen in the fourth quarter can, can sometimes wear down, um, but with how few plays they took tonight, they didn't have to. Yeah, I mean, I think there were certain guys that stood out on offense early. Wendell Smallwood had a lot of tough runs. Mm-hmm. Alshon Jeffrey and Nick Foles have this chemistry thing going. Now he only ended up with five catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. I think that's the amount of number. That was the exact number that he had by the half. But in the second half, they were running the ball so much, they really didn't need to throw throw it through the air. Nelson Aguilar had two touchdowns in the second half. But Nick Foles, you have to give him credit. 25 straight completions. I know a lot of them were of the dink and dunk variety, but that's tied an NFL mark. Yeah. He's now matched with uh, Philip Rivers, who did it in one game as well, and Ryan Tannehill, who did it over two games. But, you know, Nick had a bad pass, that bad interception on the first drive. We've seen that in each of the three games. But what has been kind of, you know, to give him cre- you know a lot of credit is he's kind of bounced back each time from those interceptions. And I think in each of those interceptions, the team didn't go the opposite way and score. Yeah, and uh, I, I really give him credit for – once again, giving his receivers a chance to make plays. You saw that with Nelson Aguilar along the sideline uh, with the touchdown pass. Oh, I'm sorry, not Nelson Aguilar. Alshon Jeffrey. Third down conversion, Alshon Jeffrey, yeah. Um, the touchdown pass and, and situational football. Uh, that drive in the second quarter when, you know, I, what was it? 17 19 plays. Yeah, 19 plays, 12 minutes off the clock. 87 yards, 11 minutes and 49 seconds. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's a behemoth. They had, I think – Four third down conversions and a, and a, four third down conversions and a fourth down conversion, something like that. Um, Nick's been great on third yeah, down the last two weeks. That's that that's that's terrific. That's how you win games, and and, and that's how you that's how you're going to win games in the playoffs. Um, so I was really impressed with that. He spread it out. Eight eight different players caught the ball. I thought the offensive line did a real good job. Lane Johnson, when he's playing the way he's played these past two weeks, um, you give him a shot against Khalil Mack next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, at least uh, two catches for eight receivers in this game. The Eagles offensive line, as you mentioned, were playing well. You know, again, they, they don't have you know, the workhorse running back, um, but they were able to spread it around with Smallwood, uh, Josh Adams, Darren Sproles. Each of them had at least seven carries. Uh, they most, you know, Sproles with 3.4 yards a carry. But you put those three together and you have 127 yards on the ground. So I thought the offensive line did a good job against a good defensive yeah. front. So it wasn't like, you know, the, the Redskins' offense is, is anemic, but the defense is still pretty solid. And I, I saw on Twitter that, that you spoke to Jason Peters briefly afterwards. And 
Yeah, he didn't finish the game. He finished the game in terms of his health, but they took him out late for Big V just to kind of you know spell him a little bit. He's obviously playing through a quad injury. He did get treatment after the game. He said, I'm rolling. He didn't talk very long. He didn't talk to reporters after the game. I just kind of got him on the side. But, uh, you know, Peters gets to play one more game for the Eagles. Uh, Brandon Graham gets to play one more game for the Eagles. I thought he had a strong first half. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, uh, Russell Douglas had an interception. Mm-hmm. Third of the season. His third of the season. So, How about Fletcher Cox? And, and we mentioned him, in, him briefly, but uh, double-digit sacks is significant for him. Ten-and-a-half sacks to finish the season. We've, we've covered his whole career here. He's played at a really high level for a long time. But he hasn't had kind of those eye-popping numbers. And I think when you have 10.5 sacks, that jumps out at you. Yeah, you know, numbers don't explain how great he is. Exactly. He's, you know, he doesn't need the numbers. I know you probably spoke to him. I did after the game a little bit. He said, yeah, I'm finally happy I got that at 9.5 a couple years ago. So, you know, it did mean something to him. But Fletcher Cox is one of the best defensive players in the NFL. And he's now being – now he, sh- he should now be mentioned in the pantheon of greatest Eagles defensive players, if you ask me. I think he's already Absolutely. there. Absolutely. I agree with you there. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins had a great game. Um, you know, his message after the game, we, we got to kind of peek in there because uh, Brandon Graham posted on Instagram. <laughs> that got, and, and a quick – a quick thank you to Brandon Graham because he did the same thing for the ring ceremony this year. Yeah. And it's awesome. Like, as, as a reporter, you want to go behind closed doors, and, and Brandon's allowed us to he, do that. He provided us that, and, and I think Malcolm Jenkins said pretty much that we ain't sneaking in. We uh, we broke the uh, mother effing door down. <laughs> um, and I think they did that to, you know, obviously 24 nothing. Like, you have to mention the Redskins and, and the, you know, the uh, the level of the opponent that they were facing, but 24 nothing. I mean, yeah, this team's playing well heading into the postseason. Yeah, they snuck in, though. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, they they snuck in with a nine and seven record, and you know, winning these these the last Panthers, few games. The they, Panthers, they needed the Panthers help. folded. Exactly. The Vikings folded. Exactly. The Redskins folded. Uh, the Cowboys did not fold. Um, I mean, but like, don't you remember after the Cowboys game when we went through the playoff scenarios, and you had all these different teams you were looking at, and uh, you know, the you give credit to the Eagles, and, and this is why. Uh, I, you look at the fact that they're a veteran team. Um, this is why you add those kind of guys. Uh, I, I think the moment was never too big for anyone on this team. Like no. even when when they were down, um, no. to, to go into Los Angeles, that that win was so huge. And when the story's written on this season, I think that's the game that will be pointed to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at the six losses aside from the one Saints game, they lost each one by by one score. So the team yeah. was was there. There were. There were mistakes. I thought Doug didn't do a good job for the first three months. I, I thought, you know, but I mean, you got to give him credit. I mean, we've talked about this before, but is he just a better coach with Nick? A better play caller with Nick? And um, and is he a better coach in that underdog role? Well, yes, the second part is true. He is, but he is a better coach in the, in the underdog role. I think in terms of messaging, and you've done a good job writing about this this year. I think that's kind of the messaging that that works well with him. In terms of with Nick, the evidence is there that he calls he calls really good games with Foles. He has a long background with Foles. Uh, that could factor into it. That being said, we can't dismiss what happened through the first 13 games of Carson Wentz last year. I mean, no, no, were, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Carson's ability. I'm just talking about Doug's ability. Yeah, yeah no, no, but I'm saying, but I thought he called, oh, he, he, you know, he was dialing up place. Yeah, he was dialing up Carson then. True. But I, I, I do think, though, that with Nick, it's just like Nick's an extension of Doug out there. Now, where, we haven't. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no. Where I was just gonna say, whereas Carson, I think Carson's much more independent out there. Nick, Nick, kind of just 
follows Doug's orders. Yeah. So, you know, like I felt like after the game last week that Nick, well, if he broke his or didn't break his ribs, we'll never know until later on. But obviously bruised, hurt. Definitely hurt, yeah. And he then he sore. re-injured them in this game probably. Yeah, so the team is saying We don't know exactly chest, if it's, yeah. But he said, I, I asked him, is it the same injury as last week or is it related to last week? And he said, it's my rib area, it's sore. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, my guess is that he'll be able to go. Yes. But <laughs> what if Carson's ready? Uh, I think the only way Carson's ready is if Nick's not ready. Right. You know what I'm so saying? So he may be ready, but the Eagles are never, ever going to. Yeah, exactly. But my guess is Nick's, is Nick's the guy next week. Yeah. Now, what if Carson's healthy enough to, to dress? That won't happen. I don't see you can't do that. a situation where Carson Wentz is your number two. You can't do that. So if Carson Wentz dresses, he's your number two. So Sudfeld should be ready. He did a nice job coming in there. Yeah, Perfect one for passer one. rating. One for one with the touchdown. And my, actually, my favorite moment from the game was oh, you bet the same thing I oh, was. Oh, yeah. No, 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 go on. When Nelson scores the touchdown, <laughs> he goes and hands the football to some fan or something yeah. like that. And like Sudfeld's right behind him. And Sudfeld's like, probably like, Dude, that's my first touchdown. So, I want that ball. I spoke to uh, I spoke to Nate about it after the game, and Nate said he went up to the kid and was like, "Can I trade balls with you? We'll get you a ball." But like, this is my first touchdown. Okay, that's, said, that's a classy said, way to do it. Yeah, yeah. He, he said like they understood it, but yeah, he was. Mark Nelson, he was not, Nelson, about not, it. Nelson's like, <laughs> yeah. it. it was a nice gesture on yeah. Nelson, but like you can totally understand where Sunfeld's coming from. Exactly. Yeah, oh yeah, ab- absolutely. <laughs> and and he yeah he had a good sense of humor about it. Um. All right, real quick, let's just peek ahead because fans want to know. They beat the Bears. I. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying pick the team game here. Yeah. Yeah, we got to look at the, some, some yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I, I really need to look at it. I mean, no, I'm not healthy. ready to say that. But I certainly think they, they can beat the Bears. Um, I mean, I think the only team in the NFC right now that I would say unequivocally, I don't think they're going to beat is New Orleans. Like, and I shouldn't say unequivocally because you always have a shot. But I, I wouldn't pick them against New Orleans. Um, I might pick them against the Bears. I haven't decided that yet, but I can see that. I, I think experience is, is going to matter. Um, the hot, I, I think they have the better quarterback in the game. I, I think do. that matters. Uh, and I, I think they can go on the road and win. I don't think the road is, is something that, that worries this team. It's a cliche, but the game's going to be one up front. For both because yeah. both teams have strong defensive lines. I think the Eagles' offensive line is stronger than the, the Bears' offensive line. That could be the difference. And they're they're kind of really starting the to The Eagles' offensive line is better than the Bears' defense. I don't know. That Bears no, 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 no. The, the Eagles', Eagles offensive team. line is better than the Bears' offensive line. Oh, okay, okay. If, if you're comparing yeah. it against their, their Okay, yeah. Their I, deal, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I still think, though, the Eagles' offensive line is going to have a hard time against that Bears defense. Well, I mean, Khalil Mack is, is yeah. unbelievable. And so is Akeem Hicks, yeah. But Lane seems to be kind of playing like the Lane of last year. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be very interesting. Did Kerrigan get a sack? Yeah, Kerrigan had the sack that injured uh, Foles, I believe, right? Yeah, they had three sacks. Yeah. I, I think Foles was hurt on, on Kerrigan's hit. Oh, okay. I must have missed that. Uh, real quick, I should point out. So Eagles are 8 of 14 on third down. The Redskins are 0 for 9. Mm-hmm. Eagles had 25 first downs. The Redskins had 8. Eagles had 360 total yards. The Redskins had 89. Eagles had 71 plays. The Redskins had 44. I mean, th- these are just unbelievable but, numbers. But this was one of the worst offenses I've seen in, in, in an NFL game. And I think, like, if you, if you talk to Washington, they would admit that. They they were down to their fourth quarterback, 
You know, they're, they're signing offensive linemen off the street. They don't have skilled guys except for Adrian Peterson right now and Jamison Crowder. Uh, so, I, I yeah, this was a really bad team the Eagles played. They should have started the punter. <laughs> Tress Way. Tress Way, seven-yard yeah. completion for a first down. But the pitch a shutout, no matter who you play, the pitch a shutout's hard to do. And first one since 2014. And do you know who was playing quarterback that night? Uh, I'm sorry, 2014 first Against the Giants. The first shutout since then. 2014 against the Giants. You remember that Sunday night? Yeah. So, Nick yeah. Foles. Yeah. It was it was the famous um you yeah, love Chip. No, the uh Chips, Chips. Rolls, you remember? Yeah. That was the uh, game yeah, went, yeah, when, the, when yeah, Nick went off. Yeah, but you remember Chip the next day at the press conference? Because oh, yes. they were going on a bye. Yeah. He was so proud of himself. Well, the, he well, thought he had figured out the NFL. He was so proud of himself. Well, that was, I believe, the game where the culture beat scheme. He was mic'd up. Culture yes. beats scheme. Yeah. Culture beats scheme. Yeah. That's a dumb thing to say. <laughs> That's a dumb thing to say. Anyways, Doug Peterson's culture has them in the playoffs two years in a row. Yeah, well, culture's a big part of it. but culture. Doug Peterson's culture and scheme has them in the playoffs yeah, two years Yeah, culture and scheme. But, you, know, give, you need uh, both. I give Doug a lot of credit here. And what I, you need more than anything above both those is talent. Yeah. Which quarterback play helps. And the Eagles do have talent. But but in Doug's case, 7-9, and 13-3, 9-7, two playoff appearances. Give him a lot of credit. Doug's here for as long as he wants to be. All right, well, that's it here for the Bird's Eye View podcast. We're, uh, we're uh, closing up here at FedEx State Stadium or FedEx Field, and we'll be joining you a little later this week and looking ahead to the big uh, playoff game against the Bears. That's Zach Berman. I'm Jeff McClain. Talk to you next time.